Welcome to Unchenu and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unchained and Strength Podcast. This week's special guest, we have Lindy Eldridge. Hi, Lindy. How are you? Hello, Maria. I am fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I've been looking forward to it all week. Uh, so have I. We've been trying to do this for a while. As you know, my internet doesn't work sometimes. So yeah, it was just last week it was just in the middle of the recording and then she disappeared. <laughs> and I disappeared for three days because I couldn't get it to work. So, so it's good to have you. Go with the flow. No challenges, no and, problem. And that's what I love about you. It's that energy you bring, Lynn. And also, you know, you're like, okay, things happen. It's okay. You know, some other people take it a different way and they're like, oh, she has no interest in. I sometimes, as I said it to Lynn, things are out of my control. Things are out of everybody's control, you know? So we kind of have to go with the flow. You go with the flow. Go to the next thing on your to-do list. <laughs> exactly. So Lynn, tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you. Well, I am a keynote speaker. I am an author. I am the creator of an amazing Happiness Jungle Emotional Support Body Pillow. I am a TV, radio, podcast personality. And I love to help people change their lives. Your energy is amazing. It's like <laughs> you radiate. Every time I meet you, I'm like, even if I meet you for two minutes, I'm like, yay. <laughs> There's so much That's good energy good. there. I mean, tell us, how did you get started? Do so many things. And you know, when people say, it's like, oh, how you do so many things. Uh, you're very passionate about you, what you do. And then can you tell us a little bit, how did you get started? Where did all this passion, where was it born? Where did it, where did it come from? Yeah, well, I believe that we are, we are born with our passion. And I believe that we already know what we want to do as a child when we start playing. You know, I believe in living life on purpose. So it was 35 years ago where I really dug deep into personal development and I really got to know who I am. And I have been investing in myself ever since. So it brought me to my platforms, my stages, and my audience because I'm authentic, I am transparent. What you see is what you get. I come from the school of hard knocks. When I was being brought up, I was brought up in a very toxic environment. And uh, then I got married when I was 18. And it no. was, and yeah, but I was ready for it, you know? Okay. Number one being that I wanted to get out of that house that I was living in. Number two, I thought I met Prince Charming, which ended up being, uh, very abusive. So we now call him anus. He's in my first book. <laughs> Tears of fears behind closed doors. And it's my journey with my life, with being married, you know, to a very, very abusive man. Six years later, 
having my baby girl who's now 35 years old but when she was 15 months old that's when uh, the divine moments came and i flipped the switch and i got a divorce now i never wanted to be divorced i was in it for the for the hall but when i looked down at the baby i said but you're not volunteering to be in this toxic environment we're out the next day i was at a divorce attorney Good woman. So, and, and I was working on myself. We have to work on ourselves. So I dug very deep into personal development. I got very involved with learning more about who I am. And it brought me into becoming a, a woman entrepreneur. I own my own brick and mortar businesses. I was divorced for 20 years in between. I was married twice. So I was divorced 20 years, which gave me plenty of time to learn about me, making sure that I can provide for my daughter and I. And um, my journey was amazing. It's really funny. People say that they don't know what they want to do. So my suggestion to them is look at different want ads and don't go to where you're comfortable. Go to all the columns. And if it says, will train, no experience necessary, and you're intrigued, call them. And that's what happened with me throughout my life. I may have not been an expert, but when they said, we'll train, no experience necessary, Mm -hmm. I raised my hand and I went into the company and I've done multiple things in my life. So when I'm on stages or in my books, it's because I lived it. It's not because I learned it from a book. And Lee, speaking of which, okay, let's touch on that topic because I find that very interesting, especially now in in the time that there are a lot of uh, coaches, there are a lot of, um, you know, certified become a coach in a month (laughs) kind of thing. I don't know if you've seen them everywhere, no? It's like study yourself, that kind of thing. But like for a lot of people that they need, there's like, I want that certification. I want to see that you're a life coach. I want to see that, you know, you, you did this and that and the next. I do understand when it comes to trauma and stuff like that, it's a little bit more, you know, it's a little bit more delicate because you have mm-hmm. to have more skills when it comes to those things, you know, some, especially somebody who's gone through rape or, you know, those kind of challenges. But when it comes to building a business, do you find that your own life experience is more valuable than anything you could have learned in a school? 100%. Because once, you, once you've lived whatever kind of life it is, and then you want to invest in yourself and go to the certifications, mm-hmm. I recommend certifications. You know, everybody likes the initials in back of their name, right? I'm yeah. certified in many things. So, but I went, I didn't go... I didn't go for the certification for the certification. I went for the knowledge from those mm-hmm. that have accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And I learned from the best of the best. I was a student of Zig Ziglar's. I was a student of Jim Rohn's. May they both rest in peace. But I was their student, Les Brown. Um, so many, so many, right? Because they had what I wanted, what I was dreaming about. Mm-hmm. Who better to learn from than those that have accomplished? So pick and choose your mentors very carefully. I completely agree. I agree with you that in that sense. But, you know, we're talking about, you know, like now there's stuff like, let's say Udemy or stuff like that, that is like, yeah, you can get a certification as a coach in a month. And so you're not learning really from someone. You're learning from books or you're learning from methods that, you know, that's why people think like certain methods are, this is how you're supposed to be a coach, but 
you know, everybody has their own style and everybody has gone through their own things. And, you know, like Sig Ziglar was completely different from Jim Rohn as a completely different from Tony Robbins, who is one of their students as well. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Go for a certification because you want to learn about mm -hmm. how to pick your mentors very carefully. Pick your programs, your teaching platforms very carefully. When I invest money, I am a conservative investor. And I highly recommend people to understand that. Don't just throw your money out there and then in six weeks you're certified. Because what happens is you don't do anything with it because you don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. So yes. I highly recommend that, you know, make sure that you're not just going for that piece of paper. And mm -hmm. especially, you know, glad that you bring up today because of the, how the whole world has changed with the coronavirus, people have lost their jobs, they've lost a lot of their ambition, and they feel stuck because they want to go back to places that they didn't even like being at. Yeah. Which blows my mind because in this wonderful world and the social media world, we have the opportunity to become whatever you want to become, and you're never too old. People say, I'm too old. I'm going to be 60 this year. Oh, you are you never fabulous. Too old oh thank you do but you are never too old to get started and if we would realize that most successful people in the world didn't start until their late 50s early 60s that's what gave me great hope thank it really you. did gave me so much inspiration to say i'm not done learning i'm not thank done becoming who i want to be thank so you never yeah, Thanks, Lynn. I think thank you so much for that. But because I really pinpointed out that like a lot of people started at a later age. Um, Louis Hay started at a later age. Like a lot of our icons, like really strong, you know, figures as coaches, they started at a, at a late age because that's when they found out what they were passionate about through what they have experienced in life. One hundred percent. It's life is is a is just stepping stones of of success but you want to you want to make sure you're stepping on all the stones mm -hmm. you know so through my life there's been many stepping stones and you're not stuck on a stone you're out to build your empire don't give up on yourself i mentor so many people around the world because of social media because of whatsapp right and it gives me such joy because if I've done it, I can help others. Just like when I'm reaching out to my mentors, why am I attached to them? Because they've accomplished what I wanted to. Mm -hmm. They didn't tell me to read a textbook and figure it out. Life is not a textbook. Life is a journey. Yeah. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with you. Thank you so much. It's just I had this conversation. You know, I, when I work with my clients, I work through their story, you know, to unblock things that are stopping them, you know, mindset blocks or, you know, those things. And I work through that story, no matter what part of their journey they are, even if they started a year ago, if they started five years ago, I think it's so important that we go through that to understand, you know, what needs to let go, you yes. know, what needs to be cherished, what needs to be brought, you know, back into our lives and stuff like that. So I love that, you know, Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, part. and a lot of people, they just don't have their self-belief in themselves because whether they were torn down or they're just mm -hmm. used to doing what they've been doing, even though they just liked it so much, 
they're afraid to move forward. I got news for you. Fear is your best friend. If you learn anything, then learn that fear is the power to make you plow through all of your challenges. You're never going to go over them. You're never going to go around them. You have to go mm -hmm. through them, but allow fear to be your fuel. You tell me I can't do something and I'm not sure how to do it. Um, you know, the fear factor is inside of me. I'm like, bring it on, bring it on. I am going to prove you wrong. I am going to step up to the plate and I may not uh, accomplish it 100% at the very beginning, but I will not quit on me. People I can't quit on them. They, they quit too easily on them. It, it, it's the only person who's stopping us from doing what we're doing is ourselves. And it's that mind that going like, oh, I can't do that. We, we say we can't do it before we even try it sometimes. And the fact is like, we actually can. Yeah. <laughs> we just give it a shot. And the truth of the matter is, if you say you can't, you're right. If you say you can, you're right. There you go. <laughs> Either way, you're right. So speaking of fear, Lynn, because you're a public speaker, Oh, and there's a lot of people as myself. I haven't done it yet, but it's on my to-do list. Uh, once, you know, this lifts up, I'm back in Europe and I can <laughs> start booking gigs. The fear, you know, the fear of a lot of people not getting on stage because of it. How do yeah. you work through that? How was the first time for you when you got on stage? So number one, public, public speaking is the number one fear. Yeah. Out of all the professions, it's the number one fear. And I share with people, make sure when you go on stage that your story has a point. I learned this from Les Brown. And your point has a story. My, the stage is my home. I feel very comfortable on the stage. But when I got started, I got nervous. I was trying to over-prepare. Don't do that to yourself. If you know why you're getting up on stage, it's because you understand it and you have lived through it. See, I, I, don't, I don't skip a beat on stage because when I understand why I'm hired, I send out a questionnaire. That's number one. I want to know what do they want their audience to take away. Once I know that and I feel it and I've accomplished that, I don't have to practice it. That's number one. Number two, um, Look, you know, don't look out in the audience at the, look at the top of their, their heads. Okay, so don't look, at them, don't look at them naked. Don't, don't imagine them naked then. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Don't, don't do that, you know. So when I first started speaking, hold on, I remember, um, you know, I was nervous. But then I started getting on stage and then I was sharing with them the reason that I was on the stage. And because I'm so transparent, it was, it was like I was telling my story. Nobody could tell your story better than you, mm -hmm. whether, it's, whether it's for career, whether it's for personal, why are you on their stage? Now you know why. Go tell your story and make sure it has a point. And the biggest thing is get rid of your ums. So that takes practice. Go to yeah. Toastmasters and teach you right so invest in yourself if you really want to become a speaker then make sure you're being trained to lose the ums the other thing is if you screw up on stage the only one that knows is you <laughs> keep going keep going don't don't all of a sudden get shell shocked and go oh my god i just screwed up can i start over nobody knows uh -huh. keep 
going. Keep going through it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I've heard people saying that before. Nobody knows. You're the only one that knows. So don't get stuck in your own head with the mistake that you just made. <laughs> and once I heard that from one of my mentors, I was like, well, that makes sense. The only one that knows is me. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that little tip, that gold nugget helped me tremendously. Once I realized that I'm human, I'm allowed to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And as long as nobody knows it and I am there to carry on my story, yeah. I'm good. But the ums have to go. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a biggie. Practice in front of a mirror. Record yourself. And when you're speaking, video yourself because that's how you get better. Mm -hmm. So when I'm on the platforms, when I'm on stages, I always video myself. And I go back and I review it and I'm like, oh, that was, I should not do that. So I don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> you have to look at yourself you, doing it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you have to really, you know, and if, if the place where you're going says, no, there's no videoing, say, I'm only going to video me. Mm -hmm. And you have your video right there, right? But most of my speaking engagements, we have uh, now uh, professional videographers. So I always get my reel. Okay. And, All right. <laughs> uh, but I always get to look back. And look, we are not perfect human beings. There's nobody on, on this planet that is perfect. I still make mistakes, but I don't stop when I do. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because there are times where I'll be talking and all of a sudden my mind goes blank and I laugh, laugh on stage. People will laugh with you. So I laugh and I'm like, I just completely went blank. Who in the audience can bring me back? What did I just say? And they love to participate. I'm like, mm -hmm. I love you guys. And then when I say something on stage that I've never said before, but it was like a golden, it was like, whoa, I like that. I say to the audience, somebody write that down for me because that was good. <laughs> write it down for yourself and then make sure you give me a copy of it. So you're like engaging, engaging the and they really, the, the audience loves it. I've yet to have an audience fall asleep on me. I don't get the, the heads going back. I don't get this. I don't get um, the eyes closing, you know, going side mm. by side. I keep them very engaged. It's interesting you mentioned that, Lynn, because I, when I started another business about three years ago, I remember going to a lot of events and gosh, I just couldn't, I just couldn't. And I don't drink coffee, so it wasn't even the option, but it was just like, oh, here we go again. And I will nod throughout the whole thing. And I was just, I just couldn't. It was not a, so I stopped going. I stopped <laughs> for that same reason, <laughs> but it's something yeah. I wanted. I want to pick up again because mostly because you get to know people, you get to meet people. You know, that's uh, as for me, like networking is very important for me. And like you know, you get to hear other people's stories, other the way other people works as well. You know, you get to bounce ideas and and you get to learn from other people. That's why I love it. And yeah being online is amazing but sometimes we need that human contact as well and being with, we with people we're, we're human beings we are supposed to have social mm -hmm. interaction the coronavirus it was a learning curve for many right yeah. so let me go back to the stage for a second the other tip that i want to give people and i also mentor people that want to become speakers is that get there early and meet your audience mm -hmm. don't even let them know you're the speaker just meet them 
and ask, you know, what are they looking to get out of today? And let them answer it. These are all of your gold nuggets that you're going to bring to your audience. And the second thing is, is that if you are scheduled right after lunch, you better have spark because people want to go to sleep right after lunch. <laughs> we, you know, like, oh God, I just ate. They could, they could have me scheduled in the morning. They could have me scheduled after lunch, wherever they have me, I'm going to spark that stage. And I mm -hmm. cannot have a sleepy head in the crowd because two things, you don't know who's in your audience, who's going to hire you next. Yeah. And you don't know who's going to refer you. So you have to be spot on. I have been to so many conventions that I have spoken at and I'm falling asleep because of the speaker that is on mm -hmm. and the monotone. You've got to have zest. You've got to have excitement. You want to be on stage? Why do you want to be on stage? What is the purpose? And let's make it happen for you. And people say, but I don't have your personality. And you I said, you to. don't have to have my personality. I'm not asking you to be me. I'm asking you to learn how to spark your audience. Mm -hmm. So I like that. Whatever. Yeah, I like that, Lynn. I just like I get that a lot, you know, from doing the podcast as well, because I see I usually do a, a meet them before doing the podcast. And yes. some people might think it's a bit silly because some people will send, you know, they send like, okay, these are the requests. These are the, I like to meet people. That's just me. That's something I've learned throughout the past three years because they can send me, you know, they can send me all this like, oh, it looks amazing. And then when I meet them, they're just like, they're just dull. <laughs> Sorry to say it. Well, like we don't have the same energy. Exactly. Yeah. That it's yeah. hard to bring it. And I'm like, well, that's not the energy that I have when I bring, you know, I want to bring into my work. So it's a, that's the, that's the main reason why I end up meeting them. And like you, it's just like you, we click straight away. And I was like, yeah, this is so exciting. <laughs> I love talking to you yeah. because of that energy. I've had a TV show, right? I've had a TV show for over four years. And I meet, just like you said, you have to meet your guest. Mm -hmm. Are they a good fit for our show? It's just like the stages. I'm not a good fit for everybody's stages. Mm -hmm. And you have to be okay with that too. Just because somebody asks you to speak, if you know without a shadow of a doubt that you don't belong on that stage, they want you, and it's a topic that you are not familiar with, decline it. Mm -hmm. If you don't and you try to prove something, people will read through it. If you're on a podcast, if you're on radio, people cannot see you. You have to project positivity. You have to project a high inspiration. And I know, I know what you're talking about, Maria, having a guest on that you are trying to like pull the words out of them. It's the longest 27 <laughs> minutes of your life. Absolutely it's just dragging and it's like it, it is unfortunately for somebody who's interviewing you kind of drift away if that's how hard it is as much as you want to engage and then you're like I found myself asking the same question again and I'm like oh I just left there for a second <laughs> well, I found myself almost falling asleep on my set that was, oh my god I could feel my eyes getting heavy my lids getting heavy and um, I caught myself, but, and only I know 
but it's this one episode. I'm not going to say which one it is, but if you really look close, you'll see that I'm like ready to go to sleep. And the person I'm interviewing is right so by me. You. you know, like, oh, this one's a hard one. It was a long. It was a long 27 minutes of my life. <laughs> I'm glad somebody agrees with me because it does. As you said, it if you're if it's your voice out there, you know, it's even like when you know when you grab a book or you let's go as simple as reading a text, and you're reading a text from a friend of yours, somebody that you know really well, and that person's not having a good day, but they're trying to tell you they're having a good day, and you can read between the lines, can't you? It's something, you know, that yes. I think, or even when you don't know the person and you read the text, you kind of can tell. I'm not saying, you know, straight away, like, okay, put them in a box, but I'm like, it can give you little clues of how the other person is. So, uh, so the solution there is use emojis. Yeah. <laughs> I use emojis. I'm like an emoji queen. People are like, man, you use a lot of emojis. I'm like, well, because I want you to know, you may... You may text somebody, and this is in your personal life or your business life, and because you didn't add an emoji, they may read it completely different how you text it. Yes. <laughs> but if you add an emoji, a smiley face, a kiss, an excitement, um, a poop, you know, they will understand the tone of the text. And, and be careful what you text people. Yeah, that's well. Don't but, so quick to say Lynn, going back to your uh, the happy jungle, I want to hear more about it because uh, I love you. To, you spoke about this before, and I love that idea. And what the idea now? What you had actually brought in and helped people with from from the happy jungle? Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Okay, talk about fear factor. Okay, <laughs> so in 2016, um, I already said that I was married twice, right? So in 2016. I was, I was doing business with this person for 14 years and we were very, very successful, amazingly successful. And in 2016, he looked at me, he said, you better figure out another way to make an income. And I was like, what? I take warnings very seriously and I recommend that everybody take warnings very seriously. So I went to the stream. I lived in New Hampshire. I looked up at God in the universe and I said, what am I supposed to do? In a matter of minutes, it was very clear to me that I was pulling out, what do I love to do? What is it that I thrive, that I really, really want to do, right? And um, so help me God, I'm spiritual, I'm not religious. I felt like God mm. in the universe lifted me up off the rock. I kid you not. The movie, The Secret, that was the first time I understood it. Okay. Because I was, felt like I was just lifted up. And from up above, they said, you're a happiness angel. Go do what, we're, what you were put on this earth for. So here I am. I'm, I'm, I have fear. Somebody just warned me I'm going to lose all of my income. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? My whole life is changing behind my eyes. So what do you do? You call people that you trust, know, and love that could help you. And you know that they can try to figure it all out. And I did, I called up my editor, my publicist, who helped me create my first book. I shared with her what was going on, not in a very long story. I wasn't there to cry on her shoulder. <laughs> and I said, I, I need help. I, I need, I don't even know what to call it. I was gonna call it another name, 
that my partner and I were using. And she said, Lindy, I'm extremely busy. I'm going to head you over to somebody else. And he's a digital marketer. He's fantastic. I work with him all the time. You want to go to people who know other powerful people. Mm-hmm. Don't just go to your Uncle John John. All right. Go to powerful people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she led me to this gentleman who I worked with. And he's in Pennsylvania. I still to this day have never met him. And I spoke to Glendon. We got to know each other a little bit. He goes, Lindy, he said, you can't use your, your other name. He said, that was yours and his. You need your own identity. I said, okay. And he goes, let me look through my, my drawer. I created so many logos, so many different brands that never came to birth yet. And I'll call you back. Boom. He calls me. He goes, I got it happiness jungle and i'm like huh and i you know you could feel it <laughs> yeah. and yeah. i got excited and i said that's it and i believed in him so much that we were working together and i also had to believe in his vision because his vision of this brand was sharper than my vision was because okay. he already dreamed it right mm-hmm. and together as we were collaborating the happiness jungle was being created. It was exciting. It was scary. It was all of the things that you, that everybody feels, but I refused to quit. Four years later, the happiness jungle is thriving. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love and it. And then, you know, let me talk about the warning for a second. People say things out of anger. And then they come back and they say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. And it's up to you to accept that apology, which I hope you do, because Mm -hmm. forgiveness is a very strong strength in our lives. However, just because they say to you, you don't have to do that. I was only upset. I looked at this gentleman and I said, you know what? I love you and I accept your apology, but I have to move forward also building this very brand new entity. So, so you, do take warning seriously. You did not only take warning as a ser- serious, you also took that as an opportunity to, to I do took your action. own thing. Yeah, you took that action. And that's, that's absolutely powerful. And it is powerful because a lot of people will be like, oh, okay, that take the apology and go back, you know. And, and things are, as you said, it's like, that warning is very serious. You don't know what's going to happen. So you best, no. uh, you know, why not? Uh, you go back to the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Stay out of mm-hmm. the comfort zone when you're being warned, you know, and thank yeah. God I stay out of the comfort zone because a year later, um, it was a tornado year for me. I became a caretaker for my mom. What's the purpose? I speak on assistant living stages. I went up to New Hampshire for a speaking engagement. I was down in Florida. I figured I'd go for my health checkup. And lo and behold, I found that I had the breast cancer. I'm now two and a half years breast cancer free. Aww. But you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. And, and all of these things were happening. Three weeks into radiation, I got a divorce. Oh my God. But what's the purpose? What's the purpose of the breast cancer? I wrote a book and it's called Squeeze My Tatas. <laughs> I love you. (laughs) You're only one mammogram gram away from knowing, and there's a workbook in back of that book. It's my journey with breast cancer and how to get through it with a positive mindset because healing is is the mind. Mm -hmm. 
So I wrote a book. My doctor wrote the forward for the book. Okay, there's a purpose. What's the other purpose? I now speak on medical convention stages because I understand it. What mm -hmm. was the purpose of the divorce? The happiness jungle emotional support body pillow that I have now created <laughs> and it has touched many people's lives around the world. So I had to call him and I said, I forgive you for your weaknesses because you said you couldn't go through the breast cancer challenge with me. And if you can't do that, then I, I don't know how to stay in this relationship with that one, you know? So I forgive him for his weaknesses. And then with the, with the body pillow, because I speak about it on stages, I wrote about it in the book, Squeeze My Tatas, people wanted it and I didn't have it. And I said, oh my God, you know, I need to create this pillow. So I did, I created the dimension of it. It's a repurposed pillow. And um, I called him and I thanked him for the divorce. I said, I have to thank you, gratitude. I have to thank you. He goes, what do you mean you have to thank me? And I said, if you were with me, you would have been hugging me at night. At least I hope that you would have been. That's what I was hoping for at the beginning anyway, yeah. but you weren't and you didn't. And therefore I substituted you with an amazing pillow that's helping so many people. And he's Perfect. like, okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. See, that's looking at things from a different perspective and doing things from a place of pain and uh turn into something so positive because you are helping so many people with this pillow like it's just it's amazing it's, you know, and it's something that you might think is so simple but it can make such a it makes such a huge difference in someone's life not only is it an emotional support <laughs> body pillow it's helping people with a lot of different health challenges whether it's the heart the back the hips the knees um so many, I, I'm just overwhelmed with the testimonials. So I set up during the coronavirus a GoFundMe page, and it's called Donate-A-Hug, Donate a Hug. Mm -hmm. And on that page, you will read testimonials that make me cry, happy cry, but make me realize that, wow, this pillow is beyond amazing beyond so watch for it because it's going to go to the next level yay <laughs> I <love this. laughs> Congratulations. So everything that happens in your life don't look at it as a woe me. look at it at what is the purpose and how can you turn mm -hmm. it into a better of the best mm -hmm. for you i am a strong don't believer anybody stop you yeah i'm a strong believer that everything happens for a reason and when we need to see it we'll see it you know, because sometimes yes. we'll go, why the hell is this happening to me? And we just, we have to go with the flow. And then you'll, you know, you turn around one day, you're like, oh, okay. That's why. Yeah. That's why I went through that shitty relationship. Oh, that's why I met an abusive man. Okay. And that's here right. So the purpose of my toxic upbringing, I speak at schools. I teach children because I didn't have a lot, you know, a, 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 I didn't believe in myself growing up. I was mm -hmm. told all the horrific and ugly things that you could possibly told as a child. So now I get to speak on at schools because I understand the children mm -hmm. of today, whether it's bullying or pure pressure or just being knocked down to the ground and not believing in themselves. Well, now I go to all schools from all different ages and um, domestic violence. I help people that are going through domestic violence when they are ready to flip the switch and get out of it yes. safely. 
So all this is purpose. Who am I today? Why do I speak on so many different stages? Because I lived it, I've succeeded, and I became powerful because mm -hmm. of everything that has gone through. The other reason for my first marriage when I was married to Anus is my beautiful daughter. I would not have my daughter if it wasn't for him contributing, right? I needed him, right? Yeah. She's now 35 and grants me with four beautiful granddaughters. Oh, that's beautiful. Right? <laughs> that's beautiful if it was Lynn. a different man, I wouldn't have my daughter. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's I'd have. very different life. <laughs> hey, so Lynn, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for, so much for everything you do, though, for your energy, for your motivation, for, for everything, for keep learning every day and pushing yourself and facing your fears. Uh, I could be talking to you forever <laughs> all that. Well, we're going to wrap up this podcast uh, probably bring you another time and talk about something else because <laughs> I like doing that. <laughs> and then, uh, for anybody who's listening, if they want to reach out to you, I'm going to drop these in the podcast anyways, but if anybody wants to reach out to you, which is the, how is the best place? Where is the best place? Um, yeah, I think that the best place is, first of all, you could always call me. And because of WhatsApp, you could really always call me. So 603, it's USA, 1-603-660-6010. My email address is lindy at happinessjungle.com. That's L-Y-N dash D-E-E at happinessjungle.com. And make sure you put in the subject matter that you heard me on Maria's podcast. <laughs> so I know. And then of course you can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram. I, I would love for you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Happiness Jungle. And I am just so happy. And, and I'm so appreciative of you, Maria. You are an angel. You're a doll. And I pray thank that you. everybody that gets on the podcast appreciates you the way I appreciate you. Thank you, sweetheart. I'm just going, I'm going to just subscribe to your channel right now, though, so I can get that you know, motivation every day. <laughs> you know, sometimes you nice. need it in the morning, especially when it's getting cold. Lynn, once again, thanks a million. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. And thank you, everybody, ah. for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.